0: we have two girls basketball seniors Delaney Dunnick and Cora Baker and two boys basketball seniors Brady Beal and Josh Amstutz. (laughs) So our first question is how is your guys season going?
1: Tremendous. You can describe it as that. Sure we'll take that.
2: I'd say our (laughs) season's going actually pretty good. Better uh, I wouldn't say better than expected, but better than the boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm glad it's bad. going better than
0: the boys. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What game are you guys looking most forward to? Um, I would
2: say senior night. Just because we actually get to play home game now.
0: But will we have the court back?
3: No. Um, I'd probably say woodland just because. There are next, like, big competition besides Jay County, but Jay County's really good, so.
1: Smith Academy. Yes, sir. The game we might win. It's going to be our second win all season, baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's mine, too. All
0: right, so now we're going to do some most likely twos. Sorry if this offends anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So first is who's the most likely to miss 10 threes in a row?
1: Gavin Myers. Gavin Myers. Or myself. (laughs) I think I'm one for, like, 17 on the season, so... The whole team. <laughs> the whole team.
3: Honestly, sorry, Cora, but I would say you, Cora. <laughs> I would honestly agree and say myself, because I'm really bad.
0: <laughs> okay, next one is, who is most likely to miss a wide-open, uncontested layup?
1: Kyle, Kyle Minger. Kyle yeah.
0: <laughs> um... I'll
2: say,
3: I'll say Macy Preece. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> a few of those ones, so she's our best option. That's
0: <laughs> okay. Who is the most likely to travel?
3: Liz Gerber. <laughs> Liz Gerber.
1: <laughs> I don't know ours. Yes. Gavin. No, Connor Fear. He's terrible at Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, who's your guys' favorite underclassman?
2: I'd probably say Lainey Troush, because it's just fun to guard her during practice, and she's funny.
3: I'd probably say Capri Bixler, just because <laughs> she always makes me laugh with that deep voice of hers and everything, so.
1: Probably Derek McCain. Three funny guys. I got a couple. Uh, varsity, I'd pick Ty just because he's a bucket, um, JV slash varsity, I'll go Isaac D. And then C team, I don't even know, Drew Sebler. What about Alex? Oh, Alex Stutzman's a good one too, both of them. Oh, favorite memory from basketball. Oh, yeah. Freshman year, Belmont. Oh, my God. <laughs> Josh went up for a rebound, <laughs> did not walk off the court. <laughs>
2: I would have to say freshman year also, me and Brooklyn, we we're bench buddies, play our minute 30 <laughs> in every game. Those were some
0: fun times. And last year.
2: Emmy was my bench buddy last year too. But we didn't get the minute 30 a lot.
0: <laughs> I remember freshman year. When Mr. Freeman pulled us in at halftime, <laughs> we were losing by fifty days. To <laughs> and told us we all laid an egg on the court. <laughs> and he was embarrassed to be our coach.
2: Is that the one where he went and sat on the bench and he was like, I'd never <laughs> sit on the bench before? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, my favorite memory is probably when um Delaney felt like in the middle of the paint. <laughs> During practice, and she was just... She just in the middle of all of us, and she got stuck, but... Do you guys have a least favorite memory?
1: Yeah. Uh Freshman year <laughs> in Belmont. <laughs> yeah. What happened? You know. Oh. Didn't walk off the court.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. After the... Adam Central or was it Belmont basketball game freshman year. I think we sat in the locker room for about 45 minutes talking about how to improve ourselves. <laughs> it was probably both. I think so probably. <laughs> that was bad.
1: Uh my favorite probably least favorite is probably losing almost every game by at least 20 points. <laughs> Yeah, running clock, second po- quarter.
3: My least favorite memory is probably missing a wide open layup against Eastbrook and then missing all my free throws after that too because I can't shoot that either <laughs> along with the threes like Delaney said. But fun times.
0: Not really. Mm. I mean, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Good luck to the rest of your season.
1: We're going to need it. it. Thank
0: you. If you want the latest Adams County news and to be updated with all high school sports, then tune into The Burn Witness. Subscribe to our newspaper and follow us on Facebook to receive daily news and updates burn witness issues three papers per week both paper and electric they also broadcast live events such as sports graduations and 4-h contests in adams county contact the burn witness 260-589-2101 or check out their social media platforms at the burn witness today we have mrs hartman and mr sprunger with us to interview some of the new teachers this year so to start off why did you become a teacher
4: Ladies first.
5: Oh, why did I become a teacher? Honestly, like, is summer vacation wrong? (laughs) 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 But no. (laughs) It's a nice perk. But honestly, I love um, working with kids, and I like seeing when, like, they start to connect the dots. It's just really fun to see, oh, we're getting it. We're improving. And I like. I feel like children, a lot of times, they'll have those goals and they feel like they can be anything. And so I really like being in that atmosphere.
4: Yeah, I'd have to agree. I mean, it's just, you know, you see somebody who comes in and says, I have no idea how to do this. And then, you know, when you see a kid, you know, kind of almost have that whole head fall forward like, oh, like mm-hmm. oh, now we're cooking, yeah, and you know some of these some of these kids uh have the kind of you know childhood that I had, you know mom dad's there, everything's mm-hmm. great, and others don't and mm. i I'm sensitive to that, and I really you know I, I, I have a soft spot for people who just don't have a real good home life necessarily and mm. and to go out of your way to try and intercede there and uh I've always loved uh, the English language. love, uh, you know, making things sound nice and and write things extremely well. But um, sometimes you get kids who just don't think that they are any good at it or want to. Mm -hmm. And then they finally dawns on them, hey, I can kind of do this. It's it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is. Uh, Do you guys have or did you guys
1: have a teacher that you kind of modeled your teaching style off of?
4: Wow. I had... Two for sure. Uh, Mrs. Minch was way, way instrumental. Uh, that lady just she understood how to how to put the stories out there. Mm-hmm. Just made everything relatable. Everything was just, oh, she and you could just tell that she was passionate about what she was what she was uh, teaching. I mean, I, I'm it wasn't. I'm just doing this. It was a, no. I really enjoy this, mm-hmm. and it made it made all the difference. And uh, the late great. Uh, Mr. Tapman um, just, just knew what he was doing, uh, and cared a lot about the results he had, cared a lot about, uh, the kids that he had. Um, he's actually probably the person that I learned, uh, the most from in terms of human interaction, um one of the best uh, fight stoppers ever. <laughs> um, just just knew how to do it. And it was, he wasn't mean and brutal about it. Yeah. He just went to the guy that he knew the best and just hugged him hmm. and hmm. just walked him backwards, hugging him the whole time. Yeah. You know, how, how violent can you feel when you're getting a hug? <laughs> right? He just completely brings yeah. the, it was like, this is really wise, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, um, you know, there's so many though I you know you mentioned names and you feel like you're leaving somebody out but yeah um, I had a lot of teachers that made a lot of impact for sure Mm.
5: yeah I had one that really stands out to me her name was Mrs. Ruprecht she taught biology and she had an interesting story because she had worked for Parkview as a microbiologist for like 25 years Mm. and then decided she wanted to retire from that and become a teacher so like she's like a genius, and so, but she brought such a practical application to whatever we were learning, and it still sticks with me, because, you know, it wasn't just abstract, oh, this is how a cell works. Mm -hmm. It was, you need to know Mm -hmm. how a cell works, so when when or if you get cancer or someone you love gets cancer, Mm -hmm. you understand it, and, like, you can make an informed decision on your life. I think she just helped me think about how everything really, there is an application. It's not just learning things in an abstract manner, but it Mm -hmm. will impact your life.
0: So what led you guys to South Adams or why did you decide to teach at South Adams?
4: And for Mr. Sprunger, why'd you come back (laughs) twice? (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, born and raised. um, Started teaching at Adams Central. um, Managed to get on there for a... Uh, maternity leave for uh, a teacher that was gonna miss some time and apparently I did well enough they wanted to keep me around Mm -hmm. so um, and then when a job came open here uh, I thought you know my kids are gonna go here this makes sense and so so I taught for four years there six years here and then worked full-time at the burn witness for eight and now I'm back and I've had a lot of people why'd you go back? And a lot of people while I was gone, do you, do you miss? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I didn't lie. Um, I said there were parts that I missed and parts that I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's still true. That's every job. (laughs) But the reality is the parts (laughs) that I missed, I missed more than the parts that I, that I, uh, well, I missed them more than I dreaded the parts I didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, there's just something about it. Plus my, you know, my kids are here. Mm -hmm. Um, What's really interesting though is going away for eight years and coming back when I first got here, I was one of the young pups. Yeah. Um, there's just not that many people here that are older than I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that way. You know, <laughs> like, you, know you come back and you're 47, turn 48, like, gee, many Christmas. So there's a lot of people that I have had to meet. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know what else to say. I was to say it. Like, yeah. who are you? So, but I just, I don't know, to me, this, this is home. Mm-hmm. Um, I know everybody, everybody seems to know me, so uh, there's a just a high level of comfort. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, and if I can give back to what originally got, got me where I am, then this is the best way to do it.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, it was kind of out of, the blue somewhat, um, I had been looking for a new teaching job and my father-in-law works here and my husband graduated from here. And so they're like, oh, you know, you should like keep checking. And so um, I did and and they had an opening for Spanish and I'm like, well, I know Spanish. So uh, <laughs> so I decided to go for it and it's it's been a blast. But honestly, one of the reasons why I decided that this would be a good place for me was because it it does have a feeling of home like people right. seem to genuinely care. Mm-hmm. I live in Fort Wayne which I enjoy but there's definitely a disconnect from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was telling my husband I have an 8-month-old son and I'm like, "You know what? He's supposed to learn how to wave at some point." And I thought to myself, "I never wave. <laughs> I don't really know my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I don't in Fort Wayne, I don't wave to people when yeah. I pass them." And I'm like, "That doesn't really feel very homey, but there's something more here where people are connected mm-hmm. and it feels more like a home atmosphere. Like if I walk down like the main roads and like wave at people, they'll smile and wave back. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's it's a really lovely place to be at.
4: Mm-hmm. And to actually put into perspective, I had your husband yeah. in class <laughs> the last time I was here. Yeah, <laughs> yep, so, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> My beard isn't gray just because it wants to be. <laughs> Right.
0: Having trouble seeing the scoreboard on game nights? Are you struggling to see your favorite player on the field or court? Have you thought about getting an eye care provider? If so, head to Lehman & Bixler Professional Eye Care for your eye care needs. Lehman and Bixler is located in Bern at 305 along US 27. Contact us at 260-589-2020 to set up your first appointment.
1: I guess now having a newer age of students, you can kind of learn from them in a way. Um, after graduating high school and now teaching, would you change anything? What advice would you give yourself? Um, what lessons would you take with your high school self?
4: To be honest with you, I try to, I actually try to impart this on, you know, kids in my class. I'm like, do you, do you understand how brief a time this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially if you happen to be an athlete, or if you happen to be in the band and choir, if you happen to be uh, in the musical, or what. I mean, if you put it put it into perspective, you know, unless you have a part when you're in middle school, you have four musicals to be in. Yeah. Or you have four seasons to play in if you're good enough to be on the varsity as a freshman. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that time span is so short. And they just, you know, it was, oh, got this whole week of school. I was like, do you understand how quick this is going to go? Some some obviously feel longer than others. But, man, take take the time to, you know, get out there and do some things. I mean, I, I'm all about... Kids wanting to do well in school. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Go get all A's and get and get after it. But man, go outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to some things. You know, this is where you you make these bonds and a lot of these friendships are gonna fritter away. Some of these people, when when you graduate, you'll never ever see them again. Legitimately, there's at least a handful of kids you know that I graduated. With, I have never seen them mm-hmm. since graduation. Oh yeah. A lot of them. I'm here with, I work with uh, Mr. McCain. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of these people you know, but I mean, this is a time where there's just, the only real issue you have is trying to get your homework done. And I don't know of any teacher that just pounds it on so hard that you can't breathe.
5: Right. You
4: don't have to pay rent. I mean, it's like, (laughs) guys, go outside. Enjoy this. And and don't, oh, I can't wait till this is, be patient. Yeah. As soon as it's done, and oh, yeah. all of a sudden, every decision you make all comes back on you, mm-hmm. and everything costs money. The perspective changes. Yeah. Yeah. So,
5: I mean, one of my first thoughts was <laughs> relax, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> which kind of goes into that. I'm like, you, you know, getting good grades is obviously important. Mm-hmm. Like, the goal should be to learn like mm-hmm. and your and good grades are your best that doesn't always mean it's an a but it means it's your best right. and i think you should try your best but there's an element where it's like yeah relax like mm-hmm. this it, it is a brief time and there i i was very academically oriented i had to get my straight a's if i got less than a 96 i was in a tizzy and <laughs> that was not necessary mm-hmm. like there are people that are also Successful in their careers that got, you know, straight C's. Like, it's, you know, always trying to be the best isn't exactly um, – well, it isn't the best or it's not necessary. And so I think relax and enjoy what you have while you have it because adulthood is wonderful, but the carefree life of being in school mm-hmm. is – it's it's pretty it's pretty nice, and you shouldn't waste it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't hit fast forward on right. the going up part. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah,
0: hit slow-mo. <laughs> so I bet none of you have ever had a kid that has misbehaved. Never. But if you did have one, what would be the most annoying trait that they would have? Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I read these questions prior, and... My response was not so much about a misbehave necessarily. It was about somebody who actually comes into my one of my classes <laughs> and says, Oh, I don't know anything about this. I don't know why I'm in here. Mm. There's just no logic to that sentence at all. Mm. Why wouldn't you want to be in here if you don't know anything about it? Right. Isn't yeah. this the point? Yeah. So, you know, if somebody has no idea what we're doing at the very mm-hmm. beginning, great. You're exactly where you need to be, Mm Yeah, you know? And so uh, to me, I think the, um, just the lack of confidence that, that, you know, people have in being able to, to grasp concepts and to do, you know, I, I am one of those teachers that just, I might be annoying with how often I ask, does anybody need Mm -hmm. help? Does anybody have a question? Yeah. And if I'm going to be, if I'm going to annoy anybody with anything, I'll pick that, Mm -hmm. um, if you have a question, ask me, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I don't want you leaving and not knowing Yeah, it, that's there's no point in that. Uh, so, and I, to me, I, there's always going to be stuff that goes on in the classroom that a kid does or, or says, it's like, seriously, mm-hmm. that has never really compounded on me enough to even really concern myself with it. Yeah, I just have too many other things to worry about, you know, but mm-hmm. dude, Stop, <laughs> you know, knock it off. Yeah. You know, generally, if if I treat a kid with respect and and they treat me with respect, you generally have less of the mm-hmm. annoyances that they may want to throw out. So I think if you kill a kid with kindness, you don't have that much to worry about.
5: Yeah. I mean, most of my students... <sighs> are, you know, I mean, behavior is really never a problem. I mean, there's always pet peeves because that's life. Everyone has things that annoy them about other people. But I would say probably one of mine is kind of similar to yours. It's more of a lack of effort. Like... You know, we're all busy. We all have things going on. But like sometimes I'm like, you didn't really try at all. And Mm -hmm. that's just, it's sad to me because I'm like, you could do better. And I believe you can do better. Please try. And, you know, and not everyone's going to. And that's just the reality. But I'm like, please make an effort. And sometimes I even say, even if you don't want to make an effort, at least pretend while you're in here that you're trying (laughs) for me. (laughs) Please at least pretend for my own (laughs) well-being. At least
4: put on an act. Yes. Be a good
5: actor. (laughs)
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. It was great to talk to you. Sure. Thanks
5: for having us. Thank you.
4: It's good to be here.
5: Yeah.